Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispie, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. I just want to let you girls know that I'm a real messy bitch. <laughs> oh, God. A liar. <laughs> a scammer. I love robbery and fraud. <laughs> I live for drama. Messy bitch who lives for drama. Miss. Hey. So who are you today? I'm uh, Joanne Prada. Okay. I'll be Tracy Ellis Ross. And this is The Read. Back at it again after... Another week. Guy, last week was a lot. (laughs) Yeah, last week was the third anniversary show. Sorry for all the audio problems and the real snotty sounding ads and everything. It was bad. It was a bad look last week. I haven't had the flu in a really long time. I've had colds here and there and whatever mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but i have not had the flu yeah. like that in a minute and that was wretched it that sucks. really fucked me up it took me off for the entire week like i couldn't do yeah. shit i was just laying there watching everything on hulu and netflix all day long for the entire week and now my wisdom tooth is acting fucking full and it's just like why won't the hits just stop <laughs> coming? I just now I have to sit in here and try not to talk like a mean butterfly because okay, my all right, gums are swollen. Well, well we're not gonna be doing anything mean butterfly related today. We can't do that. So, Black Excellence this week is going to a young lady by the name of Egypt Ufale, who goes by the name Ify for short. She's a 10-year-old girl who was bullied at school for being bigger and blacker and probably just better. And so what she decided to do was to create her own fashion line that she debuted at New York Fashion Week. What? She's 10 years old in fifth grade. She put together these amazing designs that are inspired by her African heritage. I think the line's called Chubby Line. Chubby has two (laughs) eyes in it. And so I read this story on TheRoot.com. She had an interview with the Today Show. Wow. Um, I think she's from Queens. I mean, I thought the clothes were super, super adorable. She definitely has, like, a, it's not just, like, some young girl who's just like, oh, I'm just going to make some stuff. Like, no, yeah, she like unicorns on a T-shirt. No, she's making she clothes. She knows patterns. Wow. And, like, all of she's got an eye out. Oh, I see it now. Oh, okay, so these are clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, all right, go, young Plus-sized clothes and things of that nature. And so, shout oh, out to wow. her. Oh, and her shit is already, it debuted at Fashion Week. How the hell? Because, go. Um, Black girl magic. Yes. (laughs) Because amazing. Shout out to you, young Egypt. Um, Also, shout out to uh, Blackish, because we didn't talk about the 
Because we weren't in the studio. Because we were ill. Right. So the episode that they did of Blackish last time it aired, I guess week before last, mm-hmm. um, that covered police brutality. I just want to say shout out to the writers and cast and crew and everybody yeah. out there. That shit was hilarious. And I still cried. And right. it was just, I was a little nervous. I didn't know what to expect, but you did me right. I appreciate that. Yeah, I was a little nervous for ABC to do that, but they handled it well. Like, they covered the fact that black people do have different opinions on police brutality and what should be done about it. But in the end, y'all shooting us for no reason is a motherfucking problem. And we're not going to stop saying that. All right. So, this week, I don't have a thing. I just have come unprepared. (laughs) Whatever, bitch. I was ill. And I'm still ill, Nana. (laughs) Wait. This is something totally totally different day and night different from what you're talking about um hey y'all this podcast is brought to you by squarespace finding a work-life balance can be tough okay if anybody knows i know but squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate if you don't know squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online you can use squarespace to create a website engage with your audience and sell anything from products to your time all in one place With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all. Listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. So the st- there's so much bullshit to cover. Where do we hmm. start? If there's a Kardashian, you can leave them for last. This weird week is Kardashian free. It's GMO free. Um, KKK free. What? Um, Anti Jenner. Yeah. Okay. So listen, how bad could it really be then? It Pretty sounded bad. better already. 
Um, so first, I just want to mention the fact that Raven Simone has promised that she will be moving to Canada. <laughs> Wait. Wait, because I actually know this one. Raven Simone has promised that she will be moving to Canada <laughs> with her entire family if, quote, any Republican gets nominated. So who wants to tell her? Do you want to tell her? You do you want me to tell her? You can tell her. <laughs> Does Raven because I don't Does nomination Raven... <laughs> nominate. The definition is it's Does Raven know that a Republican gets nominated every time this happens? That's how it works. Every time we Each... have a two party system and in this system. Each party nominates someone to run for president on behalf of the party. Like that happens every single time there is an election, girl. It happens. If I could get two Democrats, <laughs> and that was it, God help me. If you know something, tell us. Because what does I she even mean? She's to going be. to leave if a Republican. So she's going to leave in the next. No, see, here's the thing. This was quite easily a slip of the tongue and she could have meant elected and said nominated mm. but two things okay. A. Continence <laughs> B. I don't think we can ignore Raven Simone's history here like what? you have said some dumb shit now, if this was a courtroom that would have to be brought <laughs> it would have we to be we can't just ignore continents we can't just pretend every single continent in Asia and Africa didn't happen. Like this will be it won't be excused, young lady. Also, Raven has talked so much backward shit at this point that it's just kind of like even if you fucked up and you mm-hmm. actually meant a different word, we don't care. Like no, ain't nobody gonna like, ain't nobody on your side, Raven. Defend you and right. be like, oh well, she probably meant. We gonna laugh at your ass because, girl, what are you talking about? And ain't nobody a Raven fan no more. Like you really alienated all of the fans, and I don't know how because you have had one long ass career. This bitch has been working since she was like three and a half, and it, all these different shows and just all this stuff. Raven has done and she just pissed it all away I was begging for a That's a Raven box and we used to brag on how great Raven was and she was one of the few child stars who didn't say dumb shit and piss us off and disappoint the shit out of us and then she was just it's just been trash ever since so oh well you said something stupid we're we not gonna do nothing but laugh we're just nobody gonna, cares just gonna laugh bro so I mean I guess get ready to leave because the Republicans certainly going to get the nomination sweetheart that's going to happen so I guess we'll just wait on you. I um, guess you filed your paperwork already. So, I don't know where to go with this. There was apparently some drama between stands yesterday or the day before because some Rihanna fan tweeted some Beyonce shade and Rihanna liked it and then unliked <laughs> it. Yeah, wait, Rihanna liked So Do you hear yourself? <laughs> I'm getting there. So... There was a tweet that said something like the fact that Desperado is higher on the bubbling under chart than a single performed to a global audience with it like a Jay-Z meme. And so that was supposed to be Beyonce Shada, I suppose. And then Rihanna liked it and then some fans saw it and then it became this whole beehive versus navy clash of the titans shit oh lord and so a couple of people were asking me like hey kafiri how do you feel about this and so i just want to very quickly go over my feelings because there are not very many of them okay um i'm gonna just start by saying 
you know, this is probably a situation where she's high and she likes this tweet because it was something nice about her song and then she realized what you did and was like, no, I take it back. But even if, let's uh, let's just explore it and let's say even if Rihanna <coughs> was throwing shade at Beyonce, like let's say just for argument's sake that Rihanna has a problem with Beyonce. Okay. So, like, what are you gonna do about it? Right. Like, there's, what... Arguing on the internet about it for what? And then she wait. So she de liked it. She unliked it. Yeah, I don't even know she what damn the word sure is. Got it in her fucking. I mean, so she probably did. Was just like, oh okay, some stand shit. And then was like, wait a minute. Here y'all go turn it into some shit. Did it get like Instagram emojis back? Because I know how y'all are. Yeah, apparently they with did the Instagram the whole, emojis. So Rihanna's got the balloons. Beyonce has the beat. Oh, because the anti. And so... Got it. Beyonce's page got balloons on it, and and the Rihanna's page got the bees on it, and these niggas is fighting. Mm-hmm. For what? Like, okay, so what? everybody is an adult. You know, like, Rihanna is an adult, Beyonce is an adult. Both of these women are, are, are painfully beautiful. Both of these women are rich, some richer than others. Both of these women, you, you know, are it. like superstars. <laughs> That's true. They are two huge pop stars. And I just feel like, you know, I have to keep reminding you all again when it comes to the Rihanna versus Beyonce thing that regardless, like that's not even Beyonce's shade because regardless, whatever Rihanna's music is doing, it ha- like it's good that it's doing well because that just means that Blue Ivy gets whichever topping she wants on her gelato. <laughs> Everything that she wants mixed in, she's gonna get it. So yes, let Desperado or and 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 consideration and work woo. Let the whole anti mm-hmm. do whatever anti can do because yes. that just means more treats for Blue offspring of who <laughs> Beyonce. I just feel like what so what right exactly. So- so what? Like, you feel this way about Rihanna over Beyonce or vice versa? Like, what is all this fighting and, and shit on the internet really going to I know where it? my fandom lives. A- as do I. And so that I feel And like I like Rihanna. I enjoy Rihanna for absolutely. what she is and does. I don't throw shade on Rihanna because I don't see no reason for that because I enjoy Rihanna's product. But I'm not about to sit up here and I, I dropped out of Stan Wars on December 17, 2013. Everybody knows it. When that bitch put out self-titled, I felt like that was it. She had ascended to legendary status and that's just it. I'm not arguing with you about no motherfucking legend. I can't do it. I'm just not. It's It's pointless. I'm not gonna sit up here and waste my fun on you niggas when it's just there, girl. Beyonce has sat up here and given us all these facts, so many receipts, for years and years, just decades and decades of work, and I'm not gonna argue about who is greatest no more. She has very clearly set it out at this point and just kind of been like, well, this is how I do things. Like, there is a Beyonce way of doing things. Um, It's usually, like, only Beyonce that can pull it off. Right, and there's just everything else, and so what is even the point of having a conversation like that? Like, what are we? Like, there's no there. There are no campaigns. Right, there is no like. Well, let's have a discussion about what I'm about to do. It's like no, it's available now, and also I might see you here mm-hmm. if you can get one in time, um, a ticket that is. Good luck. <laughs> like I'm just not even. I'm not even talking. She's not even talking to us. Right. Like you know what I'm saying. She's just like 
And Rihanna don't really talk to fans as much as she used to either. She's just I don't I don't know if she's tired of y'all and the way y'all act or if she's Rihanna just... popped in a few times to let you know which uh which room was unlocked. That's true. And That's if you had true. a few more keys, you could come in and take a peek inside. Come and explore her mansion on Samsung.com. Yes, you sure could. No, Beyonce says the kingdom is available now. Get mm-hmm. in a limited time. Because <laughs> when I'm done with this shit, you're gonna get the fuck out and you're gonna wait yes. until I remodel this motherfucker. Don't ask me no goddamn questions. I have no problem and letting Rihanna and Beyonce live together like I just have I have no problem with these two black women both being massively successful and just doing great things in their own lane and having a fantastic career like there's nothing to there can be, be two mad about <laughs> they can both do work and have careers and make music and put things out you can like them both you can be a fan of them both believe it or not different I just don't even see, I mean, I know y'all just think black girls and pop music, so it's all the same, but I don't even really compare Beyonce and Rihanna like that. Like because in, with Just what? as entertainers, they just are two different, they with, just two with totally what? different. With what? I don't even understand. Y'all just be trying. Compare with what? Just trying. You just There's bored. no, like. Bored. And that, so, I mean, honestly, I've told y'all already, no, y'all are not going to interfere with my fun. I'm going to enjoy this Beyonce era. Nobody's going to. I don't care if it was Rihanna. Like, I don't care. Rihanna can log on right now and say, Beyonce, bitch, I fucking hate you, ho. <laughs> Choke, slut. Like, she right. could log on right now. She and could. I would literally put my chin on my fist and be like, well, that is just... Peachy. <laughs> that is unbecoming, but you know, all right, those yes. feelings, and I will get right back in formation, bitch. Mm-hmm. Because what the way you feel I'm about Beyonce fine. ain't got nothing to do with the way I feel about Beyonce. I just somebody else being mad at her or thinking that she's trash or garbage or whatever other thing you think of, that ain't got shit to do with me, and I don't care how you feel. What are you gonna do about exactly? It? What, what you gonna can do? You do? I still have a beehive ticket to the formation tour. I will be in formation. I'm ready. I don't know what the fuck you doing with your life. I know what I'm doing with mine. And I'm good over here. Period. And at the end of the day, hope again. It's 11.59. May all of these albums and songs and videos do quite well. Rihanna just got her 14th number one. What is anybody even tripping about? And and Blue Ivy just got her 14th <laughs> goddamn waffle cone bowl out this bitch with, with the sprinkles, the nuts, Stop it. the caramel or caramel, whichever region she's in, whatever she feels like. I'm so glad you're saying caramel the correct way now. I was just doing just it for everyone. So glad because it just I realize feels good. That there are people like yourself. And when you say it say the, right, the correct way, I just love and it. That it just sounds okay. so good to like my the ears. Way that they have conversate on dictionary.com and caramel and is for white like people that. doing commercials. You no one says caramel in real life. So aggressively. No one. No one. That <laughs> does not happen. It just becomes acceptable in society. Fine. Right. So okay. it's cool. I'm allowing you to have caramel. Oh, okay, thank you. Although the word caramel has two A's, like there is like so. I words, mean, knife has a K, but that doesn't mean no. See, you cannot do that. Why can't I? Where so <laughs> we're just going to completely ignore this second A. Same way we gonna ignore that K. No. Yes. No. Yes. Because the K is completely irrelevant in the structure of the word but it's, it's still at, there. that's why it's same, at the beginning same for the second a the second a is no. just a, yes it's just a carrier vowel for the re- remainder of the word but it's still caramel so 
Why not just take the A out? <laughs> well, because we already spell it the other way. We're not going to take the A out just for... I will let you have This is actually caramel. 100% a matter of taste and opinion. Probably regional. Mostly regional. <laughs> I just taste love when opinion you... has nothing to do with I that because the never... taste of caramel has always been one in the same. You sound like a white person doing a Twix commercial because that is the only time anybody says that caramel. That is how it is pronounced. Okay. Who's like, oh, <laughs> caramel. Right. Everybody. Everybody Oklahoma. says caramel. Whatever. So, uh, the Oscars were on Sunday. Oh, my God. Now, I just want to breeze through this. <sighs> because... I'm tired. I just feel like, you know, a few things. Now... Everyone knows that the Oscars were so white this year and this, that, and the third. And um, I, like most people I know, that the girls had uh, plans to watch Negro films on Netflix in its place, um, out of 11 hip-hop reunions, uh, all kinds of different boycotts and rallies and protests and things. True. I was one of many people who decided, well, I'm going to hear what Chris Rock has to say at the beginning because certainly this is going to be funny. Um, seeing as how he is like the only black man on the bill. <laughs> um, that shit was whack. Now, I love Chris Rock. Mm -hmm. I hold Chris Rock very close to my heart as mm -hmm. a comedic. Um, legend and things of that nature. I just didn't like his monologue, most of his hosting yes. duties that night. I feel like he probably felt, you know, well, I got all these white people paying me however much money, and so I'm a like tell a couple of old funny jokes or whatever, but at the end of the day, it just felt too much. I know a lot of people liked the monologue, and they were saying, mm -hmm. oh, he was, you know, he was just trying to make them uncomfortable, and that was the that was the whole point. And if you know anything about Chris Rock, then you would know, girl, oh, shut Don't up. do that. Don't, don't, don't do even that, because I have been with here with Chris Rock. Um... It just, it, did, it didn't do yeah. anything for me. I felt the same way. I did not really care for most of the monologue. And then his jokes throughout, I was just like, so many of the race-related jokes were like, this is not punching up. Like, you're not making fun of exactly. the white people in power who are, like, making sure that this shit stays white. Like, you just basically like, oh, ha-ha, Jada, you don't do nothing but TV anyway, so wasn't nobody gonna invite you no way. Which right, is just I didn't like, like that. I didn't feel like, I mean, you're a comedian and nobody is above jokes and stuff like that, but I felt like you... <sighs> After the whole show to me because of the controversy behind the the race thing it just turned into them decorating the entire program with these jokes about lack of of diversity or lack of blackness at the show right. and so it just felt patronizing and yes, it just felt exactly. like they're you know, what are you actually getting from this? The white people who coming into here and they know there ain't no niggas coming to this goddamn show or whatever, you about to host it and they know you're going to tell jokes about some black shit or whatever and they're right. going to laugh and they go home. How does that make, you know what I'm saying? Y'all exhumed Stacey Dash's corpse and drug it out. Now, <sighs> let's girl, just girl. take a stop in the 
pitch. Girl. That is that. Girl. <laughs> what the fuck? Yo. That when that nigga said, oh, you know, our our president of, of diversity yeah. outreach or whatever the fuck. When he said Stacey Dash, I opened my mouth to laugh. Yeah. Until that wench exactly. walked out onto the actual yes. white goddamn stage. <laughs> and I was like, wait. Talking so about happy Black History Month. Bitch. And it sounded just like that. It did. Because 75 to 80% of the white people there were like, I don't know who this is. Yes. And the remainder of them were like texting their white daughters and they nieces at home. That fuck niggas. And they were like, so what is this? What is this black history? I don't understand. <laughs> right. What's the joke? Like they waiting for their friend like, to send them a shade room link so that they can get it. It was trash. It was just, it was so awkward and terrible. And it was just, I thought it was proof that the Oscars didn't really care about the actual. <laughs> issues surrounding like the Oscars so white hashtag and why people were so mad it was just like oh, okay well race is a huge part of what y'all talking about so we'll just make all these race related jokes ha 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 but what is actually happening now, to change the the what the Oscars looks like the skit that they had with with Leslie Jones and Tracy Morgan Mm. Those two skits were funny as shit. When I, I saw Tracy it. Morgan, I was like, this is the trans people are going to have an issue with the Danish girl and Tracy Morgan doing that. I knew it. Soon as I saw it, I was like, uh oh, here you go. Them, this Danish is good, girl. Like, <laughs> like, see, what is wrong with y'all? That shit was funny. How did you feel about him going into Compton? Or was it Compton? Where did he go? some neighborhood and was talking to all these black people about the movies that were nominated and they were all like, I ain't seen that shit. I ain't heard of that shit. I didn't hear about you that. You didn't see that sketch? It was a whole... Oh, no. I actually turned... Oh, did you turn it off? I wish I had yeah, that I option. I, I turned I it did. off. I turned it off, actually, right... When Stacey Dash walked out, I turned it off. Oh, okay. And then I turned right back... I turned right back and caught that skit. So I'm, I I don't remember when that happened. I don't know if I turned it off after the monologue and went back, but I caught that skit and then I think I saw Stacey Dash and I never... I didn't yeah. go back until the end when I thought that Leonardo DiCaprio was about to come on. And then the whitest goddamn show on TV this year and they running on CP time because I'm turning my shit at 11.25 thinking they're about to give this nigga his goddamn award and they're like, so next up in best short film, I'm like, you guys are smack dab in the middle of this Right, program. like... Like, excuse me, why do you y'all don't do nothing beforehand? Like, where are the pre-show awards? Two goddamn hours <laughs> worth of material, laughing about the niggas that weren't there yes. instead of actually doing some shit about it. Right. No, I didn't see nothing that you talk about. I missed that. They, I felt like the Oscars went out of their way <laughs> to make sure that the people who were mad were going to keep having a reason to be mad. Like. There was plenty of stuff throughout the show that was just raggedy, trash. They brought them little Asian kids out talking about, oh, you know, the numbers tonight have been tabulated by these accountants, blah, blah, blah. You know, normally they bring out actual adult mm -hmm. people who work for the accounting firm. And they brought out these Asian kids and made this joke. And I was just like, this is just, it feels whack. Like, it feels like everybody here is trying too hard to not do anything. And the thing about it to me was like, okay, now look at it like this, right? You got Lady Gaga who comes out here 
and she gives this absolutely beautiful, stirring performance. And you know, oh the yeah, whole with the sexual assault about, survivors, you know, right? And holding ourselves accountable. And she brings these victims out, and everybody's crying. I'm crying. Everybody's on their feet for this movement, right? You got Leonardo DiCaprio, Leonardo DiCaprio win his first goddamn Oscar, and I knew yes. that he was still gonna use some of that time upon that stage to say everybody um, pray for the ice caps and plant a tree <laughs> and we have to you know grizzly lives yes. matter pray and we have to save caps. the bears <laughs> I knew he was gonna do that shit and everybody's like absolutely the environment matters oh yes even Samantha Smith gonna get his motherfucking ass up there oh, talking about God, Sam well, why would you do this Magneto told me <laughs> that none of you queens never won no goddamn Oscars before. And I don't know if she lying or not, but I just wanted to say that I'm real proud to be oh, gay girl. and to wear rouge and you <laughs> girls can't take me in. Sam, so, sweetie, that didn't even sound true. It didn't even sound like it could be. You really think you're the first openly gay person to win an Oscar? Is that really what you think? If Magneto told you that for real, right? <laughs> like, he did not tell you that as you were walking to the stage. So nothing in you ever felt like, hmm, let me Google that. Why just, are you, what is, fact do you check get this like real quick. <laughs> rashes from research, y'all? Like, I want to actually know what is stopping some of y'all from actually using Google. I've decided, I think I'm going to like start a new blog. Okay. And every day I'm going to post like just random things that I Googled that day. Uh, or I'll just call the FBI and ask them to give me some, like the paperwork or whatever okay yeah just to like like it is okay to it feels look good when i was sick mm-hmm. i was catching up on all of my favorite shows and i'm sitting there watching like the walking dead or the magic the oj show and i would watch each episode and then i would look up the episode just so i could see who directed it i would read the plot to make sure i didn't miss anything look at you i would like look at like it's and just because i like to know things right because i don't know anything <laughs> So, bitch, you <laughs> walked your white ass up on this goddamn stage and implied <sighs> you didn't take not even you were in this in the audience for five days for this fucking right, award show. Right. You didn't take two minutes to Google it. But I just let it happen because of all of the entire wreck that the Oscars was, Sam Smith was like probably one of the least offensive parts of that entire evening. All I'm saying is all these old face yes. stood up and got standing ups when they had all of their you know important causes and and the pride behind you know being who you are and all of this stuff got taken so seriously and everybody is balling and holding hands and I'm guaranteeing you that motherfuckers are gonna go home and 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 look at up it's on us.org and and do all this research and all of these new causes they learned about and donate to the the woods and the grizzly bears and all of that shit and you had the whole show weeks before it came out that was surrounded in controversy because of the lack of diversity and all y'all had for that was jokes and don't get me wrong a bitch loves jokes but what else nothing they're gonna leave that motherfucking show feeling the exact same way that they felt when they got there not giving a motherfucker because Kevin Hart is still here and we love that nigga and that's the only one oh Kevin Hart got a lot of jokes Kevin Hart got a lot more recognition than I thought he would but again you know when there's only three black men there for the whole fucking evening you gotta keep your cameras trained on somebody 
we keep getting all these reaction shots of Sofia Vergara because y'all can't find no other Latina women to be at this event. It was just like, okay, all right, I'm tired. For you girls who were so concerned about people saying, uh, I think people were mad at Chris Rock because he said that black people wanted more opportunities or something. And you have people talking about, well, what about us Latino actors? We want such and such too. Oh, well, what about us uh, Indian directors? And oh, what about the Asian community? And, and right. girl, first of all, Pakistani American woman, I think, won an award <laughs> that night. The director of Revenant was a Latino man. He won the award that night. Oh, hey, man. There was there were no black people. <laughs> there were there were none. <laughs> there were there was no. Not only were y'all there and nominated, y'all won awards. Right. <laughs> like, like walked away with awards. So I don't understand why you're trying to put pressure on Negroes to fight our battle and yo, you want us to take our bullets and yours. Yeah. Like I don't understand. That's my only thing. Like how is that our problem? Like yes, girl, we understand that you're not represented either, and if. Y'all decide to come together and start your own hashtag and your own movement. I will be right there supporting Let me you. No, I will be right there with y'all. But it's not black people's job to take up your cause just because we already out here. What you think? Because we already arguing, we might as well just argue on behalf of y'all too. When really, a whole lot of the time, other people of color are just as anti-black as white people, and y'all be hating on us just as bad or worse than they do, and discriminating against us just as bad. Like I don't want it to be all black people for themselves or all black girls for themselves, really because let's not talk about how straight black men abandon and disappoint black women but like I'm not saying that we should just all segregate and have our own shit but don't expect black people to take up your shit for you like we we got plenty of our own problems to deal with and half of them y'all don't even believe in you fucking chastise and and like demean us when we are talking about black issues all the time yep. anyway. There are so many of y'all Damn who sure be sitting do. on the sideline and rolling your motherfucking eyes whenever somebody says Black Lives Matter and things like that. And and we will be very quick to say people of color. Yep. And we will be very quick to say, oh, this woman, this Latino woman looks so beautiful. This Muslim woman is so beautiful. This whatever. Like, we'll be right. the very first All these other marginalized groups. To, uh, because we know what that shit feels like that n- n- yes. every thi- what you got what right. do you got can't get into this school <laughs> live in this ghetto oh, we know what that's water like. ain't clean <laughs> beaten arrested by the cop what do you got we got it too economic disparity we know about that shit so we be the first ones to be like yeah man this shit is fucked up and we need to do x y and z better and all yeah. of this stuff and y'all will come to rallies and stuff like that too but that's not stopping you from standing up for yourself and and defending yourselves right. and fighting your own battles, girls. We don't even get respect for us <laughs> when we trying to fight for us. Exactly. You wanted to get our asses whooped and shot for you too while exactly. we out here. Exactly. So you can stay ducked and hopefully, you know, stay on the white man's side. Right. Or maybe get your hair to look just like him and then go out and nobody will know the wise. <laughs> and it is a shame that other people of color are shut out and only one Asian woman has ever been nominated for Best Actress and all this other stuff. Like, all of that is terrible. But stop asking black people to do your work for you that's not our fucking job shit <laughs> like what do you i mean okay. i mean and come out here and march with the shit that matters if we want to sit up here and talk about acting and all this other bullshit not to say that representation in media is not important but some shit is life or death huh but anyway but anyway um so last but not least i just really want to uh mention something this is kind of like a full circle moment 
Oh, okay. Because um, we talked about this on the first show, I think. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Nina Simone's. <laughs> this is really happening. That was like three years ago. Y'all had three years to not do this. I thought that someone was surely like, oh, we see how bad of an idea this right. was and we will no longer be doing it. Right. I thought for sure that had happened. Because we did this so long ago. Why is this even coming back up? At this point, I'm just ready for this movie to crash and burn so I can laugh. Let's laugh at it. Right. I'm like, I don't I don't know how I'm going to watch it because obviously I'm not paying money to see that. But I'm going to find the bootleg and I'm going to laugh. That's going to happen. I'm actually not. I have no desire to look at it at all. I just want for the numbers to come back. Like, I just want. Oh, no. It's going to flop something terrible. I it's want going for to the flop numbers, something terrible. The reviews, everything to come forward. And I just, I can't wait for it to burn because what are you doing zoe yes. saldana flex alexander herself this is exactly 1, what she thousand did percent. this is I, just as bad as that. you played yourself sweetheart and this is going to be the moment in your career that you look back on like hmm should not have done that the only downside to this i feel like is that there probably won't be a better one because this one's gonna be trash and like, I just feel like Hollywood's going to be like, oh, well, they did it. And Nina Simone absolutely deserves a great biopic. Right. Well, I think a documentary came out, but I see what you're saying as far as, like, the biopic is concerned. Like, it, this should have been so much. It could have been. It should have been done way better than this. Zoe Saldana, and I don't even remember what we said three years ago, but that bitch should have never been cast in this role. Never. I just never. Want, it should have never happened. I want to know personally. Like I almost feel like we have the right to know if Adapero <laughs> Oduye was just like fuck y'all. I want to know. I if feel someone, like that definitely didn't happen. I, I feel want like to know. I think Zoe saw this as an opportunity. First of all, they wanted, you know, like a they wanted that aesthetic, that whole light skinned, ex, quote unquote exotic. Afro-Latina thin girl. They wanted somebody like that and they wanted a name that they thought would attract audiences and I think Zoe's and her people saw this as an opportunity for her to be taken seriously as an actress kind of like her transition from Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Into like being somebody that could be respected by the Academy like how white girls transition from comedy into real work all the time but when they broke out the Eddie Murphy colored fashion fair and the prosthetic nose and all this shit you should have said to yourself okay you know what this is officially gone way too far I look nothing like this woman and while that's not necessarily important for a whole lot of acting jobs it is when it comes to Nina fucking Simone because so much of her music and her work was tied into the way she looked her black ass skin and her negro ass features and that was reflected in her music like it was such an important part of her identity and so no you can't just go pull some random light skin bitch and be like oh you can you can play Nina Simone because Nina Simone work was about the fact that she looked like she did it's like if you made a movie about like <sighs> oh my god it's like if you made a movie about like like Papa John's or just somebody who's like famous for like making pizza <laughs> Come on, and Papa you John. hire you hire, like, the best. You hire De Niro. You're hiring, like, Leonardo and the bear. And everybody's in this movie. But all the pizzas are and made out of plastic. Like, oh, but every pizza in the movie is inflatable. Plastic. <laughs> 
like, so you just gonna disrespect it's like everything one, that I was ever about? Everything that was like me, that is like the, oh. like all of that, I'm gonna make that part like really as ridiculous as possible. And then y'all sat on it for like two years because ain't nobody heard a peep about this fucking movie in so long. I really thought that they looked at it and said, wow, what a giant waste of time and resources. We should have never done this and just shelved it and we were never gonna see it like the Put It In A Love Song video. I just don't. What? Okay, so now here's the thing that I have to... First of all, to the Latina community, no shade, but this ain't got nothing to do with you. Like, <laughs> no shade. This has nothing to do with you. This isn't about her being Hispanic. And people who are trying to argue and say, oh, well, they couldn't get a black girl. Well, they did. But Zoe that is, is not black. <laughs> what this is about. Even though... I remember. Yes, she did. Zoe Saldana yes, she edging did. her ass back from blackness yes, she quite sure a did. few years ago. Yeah. And then when she landed this role and niggas was asking questions, she was like, "Well, you know, I know who I am as a black woman and as a Latina woman. All of a sudden, and you know, <laughs> all of a sudden, now you know, now you got a black identity." Before it was, oh, well, I don't. If you like ain't to got be... no haters, you ain't popping. <laughs> don't put me in a box. I can't be labeled. My ethnicity is just I'm scattered across the seas. This ain't got nothing to do with you being black or being Latin or being any of those things. Because bitch, if they would have told me that Tisha Campbell Martin was playing Nina Simone, I'd be just as pissed. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it, you do. This is not. You don't make any sense. You don't make any sense for the role and the fact that they had to put this wretched this just wretched Medea's hair store ass <laughs> wig on your head and then go and get this goddamn X-Files nose Man. to put on your fucking face and then have all of this caked up make like you look ridiculous right. you look like the walking damn dead <laughs> like she won exactly like she is the baddest bitch at the senior prom for the walking dead you don't look like a dark-skinned black woman with thick lips and a wide nose you look like a bitch playing dress up in blackface and prosthetics she you looks look like a zombified priestess yes you do you look <laughs> okay Whatever the fuck is involved in zombifying a the necromancer okay. brought you back. Yikes! <laughs> to be the supreme, you look. A this didn't have to happen. Fool. There are real life black girls, real life dark skinned actresses who are always shut out from roles. The girls who look like Zoe Saldana are always the ones that are being cast. Always, Thank and when you. something comes along where they actually, you should have given this to a black girl, a dark skinned black woman. You should have done it because that's who the role is for you went ahead and picked a light-skinned bitch anyway that and to, that was what i was oh, going to get around to because God. i saw so many light-skinned girls who are in their feelings talking about oh well you know no one ever says anything if somebody darker plays somebody lighter who like when first of all we mentioned flex secondly <laughs> first of all <laughs> we mentioned flex. this woman looks Woo! a Ooh. Not even human. And I don't believe that. Now, I do believe that Zoe Saldana is a decent actor, but I don't feel like this is just like we are getting some acting ability here that we just got to make yeah. the best that no, we can. Like, we're not. you know what I'm saying? Because, like, I've said, put what you do the best you can with Meryl. I feel like by the time, you know, I get around to biopic era in my life, hopefully technology will be so great and I feel like Meryl still will be here. I think she probably won't. And I think that, you know, at that point, you're just gonna have to do the best. Like I'm, I'm, 
okay and I want you all to know that I'm alright with it. Right. Um, but I don't feel like Zoe Saldana is just that actor that we should just She's deal not. with the fact that she looks like Romy Rome. <laughs> Like, Nina Simone doesn't deserve this. Our legend did not deserve this. And this movie is trash. It just is. And I do not know why y'all sitting up on the internet arguing with people who don't know one fucking thing about Nina Simone. <laughs> because anybody who knows Nina Simone's work understands why Zoe Saldana should not have been cast for this movie. Period. Period. It just doesn't make any sense. I'm not arguing with you niggas. There are a million other people in the world who could have played that role. So many dark-skinned black sense. girls who are we out here trying like, to work. I remember we us gave talking a list. about this. We're like, <laughs> everyone else said no. Like they like there has to be a list somewhere with like 567 names on it. Yeah. And you could call each and every one of them, and they were like, "I told them to kiss my ass." Yep. Because there's no like, how did we get here? Right. So. I, you know, am going to be watching the headlines and I am, I predict that they will be very bad ones. Oh, definitely. And I can't wait to laugh because even if she acts her ass off and completely embodies Nina Simone's soul. Which won't happen. (laughs) It just won't. Look at her. (laughs) Look at her. Look at her. Is that it? Are we done? I'm finished. All right, let's take a break. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show friday kingdom of the planet of the apes is coming to imax and theaters everywhere what a wonderful day! this summer one movie event will reign it is our time i stole my village i know where they're taking your clan for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Oh, so we're back. Yes, we are. And it's time for listener letters. Send your questions to gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. First question comes from AJ, who says, here's the situation. I was best friends with this girl from for years, from junior high and all the way through high school. We grew apart. Nothing bad happened to us. We're still friends, just not as close as we used to be. But our mothers became really good friends during that time. And then they had a horrible falling out about six years ago. My mother is at the level of don't say that heifer's name around me still to this day and I have no real understanding of what happened I don't even think it's my business but either way I have no problem with any of the people involved 
I've been invited to a 65th birthday party for my friend's mother. I was invited personally via Facebook and then again with a nice formal invite that came in the mail. My question is, should I go? We all live in the same town and I will probably need my mother to babysit that night. There's an 85% chance she will find out somehow and I don't want to be disloyal, but I don't even know what she is fighting about. My friend's mother has always been so kind and nurturing to me when I was younger and I would feel bad about skipping the event completely. Any advice? Can't wait to see you guys on tour. Thanks, AJ. Whew. Well, what do you got? From, okay, yeah, you over here with the packs. <laughs> Just load it up and... It helps my... Releasing um, that sweet, sweet vapor. It's pain relieving. That's true, it is. And I don't think a lot of people understand what marijuana does when you are sick. It helped a lot when I was sick. I couldn't. Oh, I not not like it. inhaling, but like edibles and stuff. Oh, it just yeah. relaxes the shit out I of can't me. Do that either. It just makes me feel so much better. I just sit back and die. Mm. Um. Well, I so. don't go any place I'm not wanted, or and I also <laughs> don't go any place I don't want to. So, <laughs> well, that's true. My votes now. And you are always just like no. That's just so easy for you the to say. First it's girl just, to just hit like, you. Why with did that you RSVP? even invite Kid Fury? <laughs> no. So sorry, sure cannot won't. attend. <laughs> Thanks a bunch. So AJ, if I were you, I actually understand. Um, I think I feel like I understand this situation. This is something that I can relate to. And if I were you, I would go to your mama first, obviously, because that's where your strongest allegiance lies. And just be like, so what is it like? Is this something where you can be mad at this lady, but I don't have to be? Or is it a reason that I should hate her ass, too? Like, just go ahead and break it down and let me know how bad this really is. Because if it was just the fact that, you know, your mama and her friend had a falling out and it was a disagreement and it is what it is, then fine. But if she disrespected the fuck out of you or your mama or your family or something like that and you just don't know about it, that's something very different, very important. Like, that's a bigger situation. So if I were you, I would ask my mama first, like, how bad is this? You, you know, are you cool? if I go and then just see where it goes from there I guess assuming your mama is not unreasonable because I understand you know being close to a friend's parents I have friends where you know we all grew up together in the church and they were like the only people whose houses I was allowed to go over and spend the night at and you know like to this day I still really love and respect those people and if something happens you know I would I would I would want to participate but not if she disrespected my mama I agree. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. Is that it for young AJ? Yes. All right. Our next question comes from... You literally had nothing for AJ other than don't go. (laughs) Your your advice was, well, girl, I turned everything down. So just fuck it. (laughs) And also, you know, my mama... My name is Cece, and I'm a longtime listener. I thought I'd either give this up to God or ask y'all. I feel like you chose it the wrong. Yeah, I would would have definitely gone with God. But anyway, I've been friends with this guy for about six months, and I'm just now realizing that I'm basically his side piece. We haven't had sex since he got into a relationship with another man back in December, and every day since then... Oh, so these are my people. Yeah, these are your people. Okay. And every day since then has been painful for me. We connect on such a deep, deep level mentally and on our social views, and I consider him my best friend. Mm. Just there. <laughs> Deeply. When he started dating this guy, I thought that that was it for my chances with him. But then he started telling me things like how he thought there was a possibility for us and how special I am. Uh, We've gone. Uh, <laughs> We've gone back and forth on how. 
Hearing about these things makes me feel, but for some reason, I keep coming back to him. What finally broke the camel's back was this weekend. His boyfriend got slick with me on social media and tried to shade me. So I tossed His a bit back. Was the camel. <laughs> so I tossed a bit back, and before I knew it, Get we were it, both he broke the camel's back. Yeah, no, I ain't got. Saw where you were going there, friend. We were both basically cussing each other out before I ended up posting screenshots of a few times that my friend said things to me that weren't just platonic. I'm a messy bitch, and that's why when you started the intro with that, I thought about this letter. <laughs> I'm a messy I love bitch. And fraud. I'm a messy bitch, and my actions have ruined everything. Now I'm stuck. I want my friend back in my life because he's my best friend in the entire world, but I'm also feeling guilty because I betrayed his trust and publicly showed the receipts. Not only that, but I feel played for thinking he would dump his boy boyfriend for me and i'm so mad that he's been stringing me along for six months my ass is too nice to be sitting here waiting around for someone who doesn't appreciate me okay i can't stop crying and i have no idea how to fix any of this Uh, he will not talk to me right now and i'm losing it any advice please help but he's awful (laughs) yes but how many of us know or have had experience with caring so much emotionally about somebody who has proven time and time again that they don't give one fuck and you know something about I was your going to say that this sounds like young queen stuff. This sounds kind <laughs> of like, you know, the beginning of my um my foray into like grown up homosexuality. Sissy. Yes. <laughs> because I don't <laughs> I'm just using whatever words. No, I, 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 I triggers for you girls at home. You know, I don't give a fuck about none of this. I just this is um, so interesting. It's so interesting. Yeah, I just feel like um, like you were just saying a second ago how sometimes you just have the feelings even though the nigga is like the worst ever and he like you know threw a grenade into your Prius and like he told your mama that she was you know a garbage dumb yes and, but you just love him and or even worse they say terrible things about you and you just kind of keep look. it and you just absorb it like Nigga, you deserve it. I have absorbed some bullshit that about me. Say one <laughs> goddamn thing about my mother. Right. That's real. Um, But yeah, no. Anyway, it's so funny how like that shit is like a tra- it's like. It's like the Matrix, how the nigga started and he was like in this fantasy world and he had that shit in the back of his skull like nothing makes sense when you okay. actually get that shit yanked out and you're like oh my god this is the real world and then it ain't shit right. <laughs> it's just kind of when like, you finally realize it <laughs> you look back and it's just like how did that even how did i let that happen i didn't know this whole time but we hey. were telling you girl but no one like told me no we did but no one actually said the words to me, me mm, kind of did, girl. Like, <laughs> but you didn't want to believe it. <laughs> it's almost always the fact that you he was too fine, or his dick too big, or his job too good, or he got his own spot, or something. I feel like you you could have stopped at the first two. He's too fine, dick too big. Too fine or dick too big <laughs> is usually like a tremendous um, <laughs> issue for people, and. With lesbians, I think, I think it's the. I think it's more like, I just can't believe I found another woman. Like, I think we kind of get together and stay together through. Because y'all are endangered species. <laughs> yes, and it's just like I cannot believe I actually found another woman, 
in my zip code that I'm attracted to. Or like, and you know something? That's a thing for a lot of other people too. Sometimes like maybe if you've been real single for a long time then you actually find somebody and then you thought this person was perfect and then all of a sudden they ain't shit and it's just like, well, damn, I kind of like the feeling of having right. somebody. I'm just going to go ahead and just let this nigga keep just pissing in my cornflakes. Yeah. yeah, I've been there too. I don't know. I think though that, you know, sometimes you just have to be woken up. In this situation... I get the petty. And, you know, it's just sometimes mm. people need to know not to fuck with you and that you aren't the one. Well. And, mm, <laughs> but, mm, this happened on social media? Yeah, so he and the boyfriend got into it on social media and so young and he showed him some screenshots of like, oh, here goes sometimes your Is man Sam was. Sam Smith in that, other, in that other way? It might be, you know, I heard that the white gays were going back and forth about Sam Smith being all up in somebody else's eye message and shit. Maybe he should stop texting mm. my man. Maybe Something you should like get that. out my man's emails then. Like, oh, Oh, well, goddamn, all right, right girl. What? Who needed to know all this? I mean, but so yeah, like Sam him and the boyfriend. Fucking the family. I don't even want to. Um, I feel like when you reach that level of celebrity, you have to be real careful about your genitals and what you do. Oh, Sam, girl, spread it wide and far. I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, no, you don't even care about Sam Smith. I damn sure I don't, don't even know why you. I don't even know the name of that song she won. <laughs> I'm not even sure what movie that was. Um, I'm pretty sure it was James Bond. Oh, who gives a fuck? The point is, sweetie, that... Oh, or what I was going to say is, <laughs> as far as this whole thing goes, and I was... It's funny, because um, it kind of makes me think of a couple of celebrities and that they always do this, and nobody wins in these situations. Like, right. when you go back and forth with an ex or your ex's new girlfriend or boyfriend or wife or whatever. I don't care how many receipts you got, how many receipts they got. I don't care if they got a proof of purchase. I don't care if they got a certificate mm-hmm. of authenticity. It doesn't matter. Everybody ends up looking crazy cause, and all your business down the street and now all these niggas who don't know you know your life and know your business <laughs> and all that shit. And it's just unnecessary. And You shouldn't let your emotions take you there. Never let it your is, emotions take you there on social media. It's never it's worth it. It's so hard because it's right there. Like right on your phone right. is the path to embarrassing this bitch. Yes. And it's just like you have to be like. But you're going mm-hmm. to embarrass yourself in the process. You right. are. You're going to. And people forget that's where the emotion it mm-hmm. starts to skew things for you. You start yes. to forget, oh shit, this is going to be embarrassing for me. Especially too. if you're used to venting online anyway or using social media as a space to go and complain about people who get on your nerves or whatever when it happens in a relationship you may feel like oh you know i bitch about my job and my co-workers and right and some people just don't everybody care. else right and some people just don't but some people don't be feeling the embarrassment they just be like well here is this nigga's little scrotum since he has all this goddamn mouth <laughs> since you got so Actually, much to say I'll take that back and replace the scrotum with titties because niggas do that way more than women do these days. Loud as that's kept. (laughs) (laughs) Loud. It's kept loudly. So, I mean, it is what it is. I think Cece is focused on the wrong person here. Like... Yeah, that nigga sounds terrible. Yeah, this nigga sounds terrible. And he's stringing you along. He's playing with your emotions, manipulating you because he knows that you like him. But he's still with this other person. And he knows that you care about him and he's unavailable. But he's still making sure that your feelings for him stay active by keeping you involved in his bullshit. And what you're going to have to do is be stronger than that and cut his ass out your life. Now, that's easier said than done. But Let me tell you something. So... 
since we can definitely see eye to eye on Petty. Oh, yeah. No, the key here and like a secret (laughs) because you actually have to get past your own personal um, feelings for a second. But you will realize that like the true Petty, the heat, the ether is in absolute indifference. It is. It's when it's just like, bitch, you could live. Oh, my God. This is so real. Die. Like, I don't give a fuck either which way yes that shit right there drives will crazy. get you a much more satisfying response than any other level of petty because when you show as much fun as the petty can be and you might embarrass the bitch or whatever it still shows that you care mm-hmm. it still shows that at some in some way form shape you they matter in yeah. your life in your soul in your being <laughs> in the who that you are the person that makes the, the the part of your brain that's making these choices and and decisions and stuff bitch they are all up in there but when you're like girl what was your name right. like that is when a nigga especially will show his black yes, ass. Try it out. Yes. It's really fun. I understand that you consider this person your best friend, even though y'all have only been friends for six, seven months. Um, but you trying to fix this, and this is not a relationship <laughs> worth repairing. Like it just isn't. This it's person isn't wrong. kind to you. It doesn't He's sound like it. Playing with your emotions. Sounds like that. And you need to distance yourself for your own mental health. And I wish you the strength in doing that because it's, it's pretty difficult to do. But one thing about fake it till you make it, that phrase really it like Eventually it sounds like bullshit, but it, it. you do make it. That's the thing. You just keep lying to yourself. I don't care about this nigga. I'm fine without this nigga. I don't need this nigga. Yeah, it may feel like a lie at first. Eventually it will be true. And you will realize as you truly do not need that nigga. It's like when Beyonce knows why people will be saying like it takes 22 days to form a habit. <laughs> it's almost like that. Sometimes it takes may, may take 22 months. Who knows? Right. Whatever. But, but you eventually, go at your own pace. Right. You're just going to wake up one day and just be like, oh, I forgot. You're going to get there. We promise. That nigga. This last question comes from Tiffany or... Pollard? No, although I've been, <laughs> I put the first 15 or the next 15, not the first 15, you on my DVR me. and. You uh, couldn't pay me. <laughs> I'm not doing it. So this question um, comes from Tiffany and it says, please tell me if this is worth catching a case. So you know where she's coming from. I was best friends with a girl since we were teenagers and we're now both 33. We look alike and our birthdays are one day apart. Three years ago, she used my name without telling me when she was pulled over by the police. And since we resemble each other, the officer believed that it was her picture when they looked up my name. I found this out when I received a notification from court stating that they were going to issue a warrant for my arrest and suspend my license. I knew it was this bitch because the license plate number on the court notice matched her license plates. Okay. I confronted her about it, and instead of telling me the truth, she came up with some false documents and lied more. Charges were pressed by the police officer, but I let her live off the strength of her having children, so I didn't press any charges. Since then, I've forgiven her, but we have never been the same again. We only see each other at mutual friends' gatherings, and I speak to her once every blue moon. Fast forward to January. This bitch did it again. Yes, once again, she (laughs) received two more tickets and put them in my name. Didn't tell me, and I found out the same way. This time, I've pressed charges against her and spent my money on paperwork, tolls, 
gas, lost wages, etc., to go to court oh. and deal with this bullshit she put Hell me through. No. I guess my question is, should I beat the entire shit out of her because I'm finding it very hard to contain this feeling? This was literally my best friend, so many caps, which is why I'm so bothered. We have two more court dates scheduled in March, and I'm trying to figure out if I should just bring bail money with me on site because I'm ready to tag that ass. I'm kind of hoping she's listening to this so she knows exactly how I feel. Please help. Love when you guys use the show to be passive aggressive towards your friends. That feels dope. What do we have for young tip? No, I do. I actually do. I get a lot of pleasure out of people being like, and I hope the bitch is listening. Use my real name because I want her to know how I feel. So when I come over there, she won't be surprised and it won't be no motherfucking questions. So, um, I've decided to take a stance on, um, well, I was going to say steering you away, but that's not true. I just, I, um, I'm not going to give any advice on actually causing physical harm to anyone. Um, Smart. Just because, you know, legally, <laughs> I don't really feel like I need to be involved. Right. In any of that. I will say, though, if, um, this was a situation where I were the one in your shoes. Chins are getting checked. Like now. <laughs> it's not even an option. <laughs> Girl, because I probably would have rocked and socked your world <laughs> on the first occasion. Right. But the fact that I let you live and have been cordial around you. Right. When I have seen you and you did it again, now you have taken my kindness for weakness. Now you have taken my patience yeah. and you are assuming that because of that, you can do to me whatever you want to. You can treat me like whatever with the goddamn police. It's like with the, with the you, justice system at and, that. Like now I have to go and deal with cops and judges and court records and, and shit. fees and all of this Girl. shit because a you were acting a fool and instead of taking accountability for it you decided to put my name and face into the mix so that you could escape it and i now have to deal with it for a second time right it was bad enough the first time. I'm just gonna but again that ass, and again. You did it two more. You got two more tickets in my name. I'm just going <laughs> to whoop that ass. Not saying you should whoop her ass. I'm not talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't got nothing to do with you. I actually, forgot you were involved, Tiffany. <laughs> I'm just saying what I would do if this happened to me. Right. Because that's. I mean, like you said, one time really would be bad enough and physical violence would have been justified in my ass after one and after one time of this because you're not gonna get me involved with the fucking police girl i can forgive a lot of shit but you're gonna give my name to the police instead of your own like it was gonna be easier for shit that you did behind a speeding ticket like girl I, what was her license suspended herself and she would have gone to jail or something Apparently, that's not my speed racer but that's not maybe you need to learn how to drive maybe you need to start following the rules and regulations of the city you motherfucking live in instead of giving my name to these niggas and having me go through this shit, like... But you need to take your fast and furious What if you never got that court record notification, though? Like, what if your license was just suspended and you didn't even know it? And then you get oh, pulled over and arrested... Oh, because they will do that And then shit. take you straight to jail and you would have no idea why the they fuck your license was will suspended. do that girl, shit. Girl, hell no. Be like, do you know that your license is suspended? <laughs> uh, girl, what? 
<laughs> get out of the car, sir. So, oh, I'm so yeah, not... and that is it's and it's all down here from get out of the car, sir. And the attitude that I just naturally have, period. And now you fucking with right. me, I could die behind this. Right. Exactly. Look. Don't set me up to have to deal with the police. And nigga. you already Never. did this shit. So guess what? I have to go to the court anyway to go and straighten this out. I may as well go and explain to them why I knocked your whole shit crooked right. in this bitch because and I feel like I'll get down there and they'll be like, Well, girl. Right. Sometimes an ass whooping <laughs> is just on the menu. I wish that that was true, Tiffany. I'm going to be real with you. You cannot whoop her ass because the justice system will not see Again, it the way we do. Tiffany, this thing got nothing to do with you. I'm talking about me. Now, if we talk about, right, but if we talk about what your friend deserves, of course she deserves an ass whooping, but legally you cannot issue it to her. If I were you, you know, you done gone ahead and press charges. You got a court date coming for March. I don't even know what the legalities are, sweetheart. You just don't have to handle it. I'm going to stay out of your decision making <laughs> in this situation but what I would do I mean best friends for years since they were kids and now they're 33 and like that's <laughs> years of friendship how you just gonna play me multiple times like that's not your friend she it, she just is not your friend I'm merely rocking that ass on every, every block, block and back every single one in Brooklyn everyone I'm tagging your ass all the way from Bed-Stuy to Harlem. I'm just... <laughs> all the way back. I'm just whipping your ass all along the A-train, I'll rock your ass it's to happening. Staten with no boat. I'm riding your yes, chin bitch, there, on the bitch. ferry. <laughs> Cleaning your ass on the ferry, bitch. <laughs> Knocking you the fuck out. fucked up. Woo! So, send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We'll be back. Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. So we're time we're hey back <laughs> English language Fun for the read to talk it is do you have a read this week or I do because I don't do you have a real one because I don't think I have a real one mine is like a real one but it's not like a like powerful let's march no mine either mine is just I actually just think I'm so tired of living in New York I just think I'm like, okay so, that's fair. My read this week is, it goes out to my apartment. Okay. <laughs> Which, you know, my apartment is, it's cute. It's It's got a certain vibe. You know, it's it's homey and... Homey and is the word I use. It's lit. Like, there's natural light, not like nigga lit. Right. And when I first moved into it, I think I was just so happy to finally have my own place that everything else about it, I just kind of ignored, like, the things Same. I didn't like. Because I was so happy to not share with, an apartment anymore. With someone. <laughs> right. Um, but now my apartment is really starting to get on my fucking nerves. And it's like the more I think about it, the angrier I get. Because, yes, I mean, on the one hand, nobody told me to move to New York City. And, of course, I can leave at any point in time. Yes, I already get that. For those of you who are fixing to fix your fingers and tell me that I can like, go home. Up. Bitch, who? I know that. I know Ugh. I can go home. You're the worst. But me and my tax dollars are here right now. And something that really gets on my nerves about this fucking city is that shit costs so 
much money and it is raggedy as every last living fuck. My apartment. My apartment has three outlets in it. The entire apartment. That's odd. This apartment was built in like 1906. It's what's known as pre-war. It's called pre-war up here because that indicates to you that it was built before most people had like lots of electricity and and things like that. Modern, just modern comforts in the home. Back home, this is in a building that certainly would have been condemned a long time ago or forced to, you know, remodel because they just would have never allowed human beings to live in an apartment that is this old. But, like, seriously, there are three outlets in my entire apartment. That's the type of shit that gets on my nerves. It's an old-ass, raggedy-ass building. And so when shit goes wrong... The answer is, oh, well, we will try to get it back working as soon as we can. And that is like that is the official legal explanation. That is all they give you when you wake up and it is or you come home in the middle of the day. It's two thirty in the afternoon and there is no water running in your fucking apartment. And you just spent sixteen, seventeen hundred dollars on rent. Something is wrong there. It doesn't make sense that y'all are charging people the highest rents in the entire fucking country. It does not make sense that Brooklyn has the highest rent in all of America. Like, we are... Brooklyn, Manhattan, L.A., and the Bay Area, it just does not get worse than that in America for housing prices. And the, the what really pisses me off is that if I was going to spend $2,000 on an apartment every fucking month, then I want that apartment to look like it's worth two thousand motherfucking dollars it's like the housing the rental situation up here is so bad that people act like two thousand dollars is not a massive amount of money to spend on housing it is a ton of goddamn money i had a two-bedroom house i will keep saying this in the middle of oklahoma city fucking 10 minutes away from the thunder plays my nigga with a backyard and a deck and a patio a bitch had like furniture and a whole extra bedroom for guests to sleep in and it was $650 a month nigga I had a driveway and a garage and it's not nothing I mean of course obviously not some sprawling nice ass house worthy of blue ivy or some shit but it was a perfectly livable decent space for a perfectly reasonable amount of money and I know that that is because absolutely the fuck nobody wants to live in Oklahoma I get it but the shit up here, what you charging for it and what you actually get, it don't match. For $1,600, it ain't no reason it should only be two working outlets in this whole fucking apartment. It ain't no reason that the water should randomly be turned it off. It ain't no reason that the boiler should be going out. When y'all know good and goddamn well, it is so cold in this city that legally you have to keep the heat on. What do you mean the boiler is out and keeps going out for six, eight weeks? How the fuck is this happening? You niggas, you getting at least $1,600 a month from everybody in this goddamn building how is this basic ass shit not working how are you charging all this money and i live in a two-room box like it would be different if the apartment was raggedy and trashy and it was eight hundred dollars because i would expect that to be a raggedy trashy piece of shit but it is so expensive to live here and then you have to turn around and deal with the absolute utmost in bullshit just to have a regular ass space to yourself like 
You are paying luxury rent prices in New York City to live at the bottom of the motherfucking barrel. And I'm just so tired of it. I know that in the grand scheme of New York City rent, my rent is not that high. And for the place, it, most people would probably not consider it that bad. But that's because we all live in New York City and we've been fucking warped about what is decent and what is worth the fucking price. It's just not worth the fucking price. I'm fed up. I'm tired. And it's always some shit going on on my fucking block. It's a halfway house down the street. Niggas is just rolling up and down my fucking building all damn day. Niggas are selling Lucy's in the lobby and shit. I've spent too much money to live like this. I'm in the middle of the goddamn hood. Spending $1,700, $1,800. Niggas is really living like that. Like, people are... <sighs> I'm just saying I'm frustrated. <laughs> okay. And I'm fucking tired. And... For the amount of money I spend, I don't expect to from my street to be closed off for an entire fucking month because it takes the city that long to repair a pothole. And I don't expect to not have hot water for three days. And I don't expect for just, you know, just random shit to not be working. It just doesn't... I don't even have no light switches. Everything in my house is just so old. <sighs> Okay. I get it. Sorry. I totally I'm agree. sorry. I'm just so frustrated because it's like you pay. I'm just because yesterday I paid all this money in rent and the water went out in my apartment three fucking times. <laughs> it's running fucking water. I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm just. Well, all this fucking money. I spent $600 on rent in Oklahoma and never had a single... My, nigga, my water and electricity didn't go out in tornadoes. In tornadoes! This shit be going out here because it's 20 degrees outside. Like, it's just for no reason. It just doesn't even matter. Just the fuck because it's old and raggedy. Okay, I'm really done. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take some weed right now. I'm gonna go find an edible. Um. Well, the show's almost over. I know, but now I'm all worked up. <laughs> Mama well, needs her medication. Okay. Remember how Tax said he needs weed so he won't argue with people on the internet? <laughs> I mean, that's reasonable. <laughs> I'm just all worked up now. So, but anyway, what's your read? Um, so, a few weeks ago, I finally went to go see Deadpool, or Desperado, as you would have called it. Oh, yeah. Shout out to everybody who emailed me asking why I said Marvel like that. I don't know how I said it wrong, but... Because it's Marvel. Is that really... Okay. That's really it? I mean... It's Marvel, not Marvel. Yeah. That's I mean, really... That's the whole... Okay. I, I thought mean, I was really fucking it up. Okay. I mean, the first time I said Funyuns, niggas looked at me like, It is Funyun! But I said Funyun. Oh, that's not so bad. I mean, it's spelled Funyun. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, I'm gonna let you have your moment. Um, so, <laughs> niggas are on the internet right now being so stupid. Um, so I went to go see this movie, and... Keep in mind that while it is a superhero comic book flick, it is rated R. And it is earned a rated R um, rating mm -hmm. because, <laughs> because it is um, extremely violent, loads of profanity, graphic sexual <laughs> content, um... We're talking about a guy in a bright red and black suit who's like 
shoving swords through people, like disemboweling them. Oh, fun. All kinds of great stuff. People were getting splattered between cars and all kinds of violence and blood and gore. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I think that, you know, I really have to stop seeing films in a public setting. And I wish that there was a way around this because someone always ruins it. And I feel like this has always happened to me. I don't know if it is a curse for me to just live in a situation where every time I pay my good money to go watch a movie, I have to be in a theater with niggas who just have to make dumb, poor, fuck, stupid ass decisions. (laughs) So, the last time I complained about the movie was actually a superhero movie as well. So, that's another place that y'all like to go and show your motherfucking asses. <laughs> so, maybe I should just go and see comedies or dramas or something else. I don't know what it is. But you comic book bitches, all y'all hoes come out here and just want to show your motherfucking ass. So, it was actually also at IMAX. And it was also at this fucking IMAX, which is in Lincoln Square. I get up to the fucking thing and I'm thinking... Oh, normally I like that movie theater. It's a really nice movie theater. Yeah. I have nothing wrong... The 66? Yes. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with the theater. It's wrong with the bitches who oh, go inside. got it. Who purchase tickets and sit down and <laughs> do it. dumb shit. Got it. So the last time I went to go see a movie at that IMAX and uh, they sold a ticket. That actually was the theater's fault because they sold somebody else the same ticket that I had already bought weeks before. This time, I'm like, all right, well, let me see if somebody's going to be in my seat. Someone is in my seat. (laughs) But not because they're supposed to be. Because their family has just, you know, decided to all sit together and they don't give a fuck that people have purchased signed seats. And so, whatever, they're just going to scoot together on this one aisle. Right. So when I finally get down or I'm getting down to my seat, I notice that the person who's sitting in my seat is very small. And before I can get there, this lady stops me. She's sitting next to who I'm assuming is her boyfriend or husband or whatever, the father of her kids. And she says, oh, what is your seat? And I said, it's that one. So they all stand up and they move down a couple. Mm Mm-hmm. And then sit, no, move down one so that I can get in my seat. So then when I finally go and I sit down, I realize that the person who was sitting in my seat who is now sitting right next to me is like eight. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I thought you was going to say, but eight was not it. I was saving it. So the girl sitting next to me is like eight, maybe a fresh nine. And the girl sitting, she's also sitting next to a child who is also sitting next to a child. And there's so there's like four adults and like three, four kids now sitting next to me. Anybody who knows anything about me knows that I'm not even really like a fan of kids like that. I do not like children. I feel like, you know, they're just unnecessary for my normal everyday life. There's just no need for it. Um, 
for for children's presents. Yeah, for the presents in my life, I didn't make any, so I just don't feel like they're like. What are you? It's not for me. You know, but there are certain situations like the train, airplanes. Although I hate that, just places where kids are just going to be present, and there's nothing that I can do about that. One place I really never expect to see fucking babies. <laughs> this is a rated R goddamn film, <laughs> a film made for adults. So. While I realize that, you know, there are laws that say, you know, like, well, a person of any age, I guess, is permitted into the film as long as they have a parent or guardian there. A couple of you bitches have no goddamn business bringing your fucking kids to the movies. Now, let's just start at the fact that this is a movie where within the first 20 minutes... They are hardcore fucking on screen. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yikes. I don't think there, I don't remember there being too much gr- like, like gratuitous nudity or anything like that. But they were definitely aggressively having sex and cussing and killing one another okay. in this movie from jump. So why you would want to expose fucking children to movies like that <laughs> at that age like I don't understand and then you wonder why they're running all around this godforsaken city cussing at us <laughs> and fighting each other and stealing and having babies at 10 there's no censorship in their life you're not even making any kind of an effort to protect them from shit that just ain't got no business in their life or in their fucking brains amazing past that now I have the displeasure of sitting next to this eight-year-old Spanish baby while she is covering her eyes at the blood and gore from these fucking people being smacked around on fucking car chases and and shot between the eyes and 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 boiled in acid or whatever kinds of ridiculous shit that I don't give a fuck about because I'm grown. Right. She's sitting here covering her eyes. And laughing at the same time because she knows that she ain't got no goddamn business <laughs> watching this bullshit because she's a fucking infant. But I get to sit next to these babies as they are fucking on, on in, at IMAX. Oh, no. So three times the size. Just extra HD large fucking. fucking right here in 4K. <laughs> Next to a child. And I get to be in the awkward position. I can't just enjoy this adult content the way I want to because there is a baby right fucking next to me because you couldn't just (laughs) split up date night. Y'all hoes couldn't just have one couple babysit while you bitches went to go see the movie and y'all or just find somebody else to watch the kids. You had to buy tickets for everybody and bring it so whenever these motherfuckers are cussing or somebody gets maimed or some castrated on this giant fucking TV, the whole theater can hear four-year-old giggles. Nobody signed up for that shit, bitch. We didn't pay 25 guys damn dollars a pop and and 17 dollars for a fucking dasani to come to this right. goddamn shit and hear babies laughing at adult content you hood booger <laughs> bastards leave the kids at home find a fucking sitter not only is it inappropriate it's uh, it's irresponsible and then when they get into trouble out here 
You want to blame Marvel. You want to blame HBO. You want to blame the rappers. You want to blame the video games and all of this shit. But you don't even try to shield them from this. What? For, why? For what? Right. For what? Why are your kids at this movie, girl? For what? Why? Everybody knows this movie is rated R. <laughs> Everybody knows that this movie is rated R because it's super violent and uh, and inappropriate in terms of like language and all of that shit or whatever. But you mm-hmm. got the whole goddamn cast of the fucking babies. So not even like you got the babies <laughs> and the goddamn sitters in this motherfucker watching this movie with you. me. Why can't y'all just act like you got some sense? Like, I feel like I really need to be wealthy so that I can create a movie theater where you can come and buy a ticket and watch a movie by your damn self. Like, I don't know what it's going to take to get this business off of the ground, but I feel like there should be a theater somewhere in this city, since this is the place where everything happens, where you can buy a movie and have a private screening of just you or just you and your friends. And that way, anybody who's acting an ass there, you know them, and that bitch can leave. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. Y'all don't know how to just have... All you you have to do is just come into the theater and sit down and shut the fuck up and leave when it's done. That's it. That is it. That's all you have to do. If you cannot do that, wait for three months approximately and that bitch will be in somebody's store for purchase and you can watch that shit at the goddamn crib bitch but stop coming to my movie theater experiences and fucking it up i'm sick of your (laughs) shit and i'm calling you hoes out the next time i'm going to see batman versus superman and one of you hoes bring some goddamn bullshit to the theater everybody's experience is getting ruined. What is Batman versus Superman? The girls are fighting now. Like, so... But how? How are Batman and Superman gonna fight? That's not a fight. Yeah. They hate each other. What? Really? Have they always they're gonna, like, beef with each other because they're both niggas and, like, superhero and I guess it's, like, some kind of, like... But Batman don't have no superpowers. But Batman has, like, a whole lot of money and bitches. So, but Superman can still beat his ass. Like, it would take no, nothing. No, because he can just invent some, like, shit to, like, not get his ass whooped. Oh. That's Batman's superpowers that he's, like, rich and has gadgets. So he's Donald Trump. Yes. Okay. All right. That's good to know. But, like, not racist. Speaking of Donald Trump, human. y'all are really letting this happen. Y'all are really letting Donald Trump happen, like. He won Georgia last night, my nigga. Like Georgia, it's happening. It's Georgia. happening. Jordan, Donald Trump is the front runner for the Republican Party, my nigga. Like real life, this is real life. All right, America, y'all ruin this hoe if you want to. Like, <laughs> I just want to say, I'm black, so I'm detached. That as far as that whole thing goes, <laughs> the, the political process. <laughs> um, this one, this election season, we're over it. I'm ready you, for it to be done. Tell. I'm really just like, I just want a French fry. I don't care anything. Like, I don't. I'm. I'm so tired. I feel like I lost before we even really got started. So yeah. I don't really know what to tell you. Um, but as far as the like the Donald Trump thing goes, we are in a shit storm now. God help y'all. Mm. If you want to play that game, like I have already made a decision that if 
Donald Trump, or if a Republican is uh, nominated, yeah, that I am going to move to Amsterdam. Um, we are going to move to Amsterdam. So I have an Instagram comment say from somebody who said they would marry me in Amsterdam. I fully plan on cashing that out if I have to, because I'm not doing this. I'm not doing Donald Trump. I don't even. I okay, <laughs> you know, and I'm of just this Hillary versus Trump thing just feels like it's at the edge of happening, and I'm going to be sitting there looking like, well, I don't have a dog in this fight, right? At all, and y'all are mad annoying on the internet with this with this whole election process and people getting mad when you say I'm really disenchanted by this election season and none of these candidates feel good to me or feel electable to me and I don't really like none of y'all I'm not excited about none of y'all it's like people want you to be like so strongly for their candidate the same way they are and I just don't feel that way girl like I'm I'm basically at the point now where I'm here and whoever the Democrats nominate I guess in November I'll vote for that person that's basically Honestly, how I feel that's pretty much how I've been like, feeling for a while that, that, is, that is no is way simply, to feel <laughs> that is simply to drive the numbers off of the Republican vote right that's, that's simply that's, because the thought of any one of those Republicans being in office is just I mean, like, there is no, I do not want Donald Trump. I do not want Ted Cruz. I do not want Marco Rubio. I do not want John Kasich. Like, none of you, like, nobody on that party, none of you running is okay. Like, it just isn't. But don't get me started on Hillary Clinton. Like, don't. Don't get me started on, on, on Hillary Clinton. I don't want to go there with her ass or her stance because I understand. But at the same time, I don't have to be happy about it. I don't. I don't have to and like I'm not, this. I'm not. I just don't. Like, <sighs> if it comes down to that. Fine, girl, I guess. Fine. <laughs> but don't expect me to be sitting up here talking like, you know, I'm about to be Hillary Clinton's cheerleader or Team Hillary mm-hmm. or go get some buttons or a fucking a red, blue, and white blazer with her name etched a sketched on the back or some shit because I'm not going to do it. Right. If I end up voting for Hillary Clinton, it will be, it will be with... One thousand percent reluctant spirit. Yes, it will be with it will. nothing but doubt. It will regret. be because I knew that truly, as wretched as Hillary Clinton may be, she was better than them other hosts. Because that's like, <laughs> and that is because I have two choices. All I can do. That is all I can do. You cannot ask me to be any more excited than that because I cannot do it. So I'm just gonna go with the smallest turd. <laughs> Since I have to pick a turd, I don't really want any feces, but since I do, since I do have to choose a slice of shit, then all right. Okay, so that wraps up this week's episode of The Read. We sound super excited. That ended on a note. Well, I mean, I'm also blazed, but I just... Well, what's new about that? I hear about this fucking election every single... It's yes. like when somebody keeps telling you like about this wedding that you have to go to in a f- couple months that you don't give a fuck about, and you just, <laughs> but you know you gotta go, and it's just like, oh god, y'all keep talking about this. Shit. Yes, but, right. Like, the marriage is gonna affect you for the rest of your life. It's like if your mother were my father was like getting remarried <laughs> and you hated the other person. Not even if you hated him, but you just were like so strongly indifferent that you would rather he not be around at all. But here his ass is anyway. 
and like you have to be like and everyone is like expecting you to be there and asking you what you go where and like you right because that's the thing people won't leave you alone about it they right. keep asking you about it. you like I don't even give a fuck if this what happens you think the cake is gonna taste like like I don't like girl I'm only going out of obligation I don't care at all <laughs> exactly all right. well you have any news this week make sure you follow us on Facebook Twitter Instagram all that um you have things about titties Oh, yes, I sure do. Don't forget to check out our dope sponsors over at Third Love and their 24-7 t-shirt bra. It is, again, the most comfortable bra I've ever owned, and they stand behind the product so much they're willing to let you guys try for free for 30 days. If you love it, keep it. They'll charge your card. If not, send it back, and your card won't be charged. All you got to do to get started is go to thirdlove.com slash read. Um, I feel like my vocal air horn has gotten a lot better. Since I started working at Beats One, shout out to Shum. She does it all the time. Okay. <laughs> well, um, do you I have... don't think I have any news. Shout out to Toronto. We're coming oh, to Toronto yes. soon. yes. Toronto sold out. Dallas sold out. Um, so we'll see y'all in a couple weeks in Canada. That'll be fun. We had a good time last time. I really, really, really want pizza and cheese fries. Shout out to tax. We were on taxes, tax season um, a couple weeks ago. If you missed that episode, go check that out. That was every bit of a mess. He's, uh, <laughs> but it was a good time. He's doing amazing. Things he is tax. I heard his, his shows, his live show sold out and then they moved to a, a bigger room and it sold out again. So, I see you, Tax, doing big things. Also, Be safe though. Yes, um, I wanted to mention that I am joining the cast of Uncommon Sense for the second season on MTV Two. Thanks, Charlemagne. Um, not so much for setting me up to work with this white boy, but for everything else, I very much appreciate it. So catch it every Friday, eleven p.m. ten central on MTV Two, starting in April. Also, I wanted to give a quick shout out to somebody who has been a huge supporter of the show since we very first started um, and the website that she runs now. It's called Podcast in Color. And so many people have been asking us about other shows and how can I find other people of color and specifically black people doing podcasts. Podcastincolor.com. Um, I'm pretty sure her uh, Twitter Username is the same podcast in color. But anyway, it is a huge resource of podcasts produced by black people and other people of color. So if you've been looking for new shows to get into, shout out to Podcasts of Color um, for holding us down and holding down all the shows because it's just a huge amount of information available there. So, again, podcastincolor.com. And no, she didn't pay me to say that. So I just think it's dope and it's a dope resource. So get out there and use it. I just want to end this by saying that Zoe Saldana tweeted uh, a 20 hour nope, ago. Nope, nope. I'll tell you what freedom is to me. No fear. I mean, really, no fear, which is a quote from Nina Simone. The official account for Nina Simone has responded about, <laughs> let's say, 11 minutes ago by saying, cool story, but please take Nina's name out your mouth for the rest of your life. Yeah! Yes. I'm favoriting that right now. That just made my whole day. And I don't have an... I mean, how can you top that? I mean, so, right. What better way to end this show? Goodbye. We'll see y'all next week. 